0: entrepreneur on fire 815
1: play with passion put yourself 100% into everything you do and play like your life depends on it and
0: it will John Lee Dumas and webinar on fire.com have arrived create amazing webinars in 8 days and ignite Try GoToMeeting for free today to see what it can do for you. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free for 30 Days button. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Selection, speed, and creativity are just a few of the benefits of having several designers work on your project. Start your next design project at 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Chris Hawker. Chris, are you prepared to ignite? I am. Yes. Chris is an inventor, entrepreneur, and life coach. He is the president and founder of Trident Design in Columbus, Ohio, where he and his team develop and commercialize product inventions of their own, help other inventors do the same, and perform industrial design services for corporations. Chris, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expound upon the biz.
1: Great. Thanks, John. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started inventing as a teenager. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 13 when I would set up and uh, maintain aquariums in people's offices, and I would also breed and sell exotic birds uh, starting at a a very young age. So I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, and as a young person, I started also designing my own aquarium filters for my clients. I would set up reef tanks, which are kind of sophisticated aquariums with invertebrates, And I started having ideas for improving the filters. So I tracked down someone to teach me how to fabricate out of acrylic using the yellow pages because this was pre-internet days. And enrolled them in teaching me how to fabricate and started building and selling these filters. And then when I went to college at the Ohio State University, I started selling through mail order the uh, filters that I designed. And at that time, I I called my company uh, Trident, and that's the birth of the name of my company, which was originally around doing aquatic things, but then evolved over time into developing products of all kinds. And my real big break came right after I graduated uh, with my degree in comparative religion uh, when I started selling an algae scraper to take algae off the walls of aquariums. And I had the insight that. The products that were available at the time were all very low quality, like a sponge on a stick. They didn't work. They were garbage. And as a professional, I was insulted by the low grade (laughs) available to me. Like a carpenter had a nice hammer that he would use for years and years and grow to love. I wanted a tool like that. So I set out to design a professional quality tool. And that's what I did. And I had to learn it all through trial and error. I wasn't trained in design, didn't know anything about it. But again, I just called people up, convinced them to teach me the ways and eventually came up with the design and and set out to start selling it. So I started selling those thinking I would sell two or 3,000 of these $25 algae scrapers into the market. And, and basically it was just a blade on a stick, but using a nicer stick and a nicer blade than what was currently available. And I was making about $2 per scraper. And the first year I ended up selling about 35,000. Whoa. Learning. Yeah. So blew my, blew my expectations away and, then having the great fortune of never having to try to find a job using my comparative religion degree. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I will say that comparative religion degree comes in handy all the time because I learned how to connect with people from different backgrounds, how to write and how to talk about things intelligently and understand fine distinctions. So it was actually a very valuable degree but not great necessarily for finding a job. So I decided at that point I'm going to start well, that was easy. I'll just start inventing more stuff. Um turned out it wasn't easy. I got very lucky on my first go round because I had a mentor who really helped me get going with that first product, the person who was actually selling them into the marketplace. But because I had that one success to ride on, I I was able to make a lot of mistakes over the next many inventions, trying to bring them out and eventually uh, was able to sort of crack the code. Now I've brought over 80 products to market in a variety of industries. most famously a product called the power squid, which is like a, a power strip with little extension cords off of it. I also invented the onion goggles, which prevent you from crying while you uh, <laughs> cut onions, which have been on the Modern Family and many other television shows. Right. Uh, Vanilla Ice actually wore them on the Today Show once. they <laughs> no kidding. Kind of an icon in the gourmet industry and, and many other products. And we've done medical devices. We've done all, all manner of things, toys, housewares products, hardware products. And my job is extremely entertaining because basically we make things up and then make them real. And we've got a team of of 20 people here, about half of them industrial designers and a couple engineers and then the rest marketing people. And uh, lately we've really been moving into crowdfunding, have had some great successes in the crowdfunding space. And uh, that is where we're really focusing a lot of our attention today.
0: Well, Chris, we are going to focus on that part of your journey in this interview for sure and some other parts of your journey too because we really like the full 360-degree spectrum. And I can tell you, my eyes are already watering a little bit just thinking about when you all you need to do is just say cutting an onion and my eyes start to water so I need that onion eyeglass thing even though I'm not even currently cutting up an onion I love that stuff. Some people are very sensitive. I am super sensitive. I mean, seriously, my eyes are watering. I wish I could show Fire Nation, but you also said the word Chris mentor and there's something I want to bring up before we dive into further. I don't want to sit sit on this and harp on it, but a little known fact about you, or maybe it's not a little known, but I will say that I know a lot of my listeners don't know this or wouldn't know unless we bring it to their attention, but somebody that's impacted a lot of my listeners with his great podcast, School of Greatness, is Mr. Lewis Howes. And Chris, you were Lewis's first ever mentor. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. So he tells me.
0: <laughs> and it's true. And I love actually the story that he tells of that, walking in with a hoodie and baggy jeans <laughs> and being like, yo Chris my name nope. is Lewis like I want you to mentor me and you're like all right
1: <laughs> he, was very he was uh definitely not necessarily dressed the part but he was already a very very charismatic and convincing person and and I resisted but he overcame my resistance and uh, <laughs> my goodness I'm glad that uh I saw the light and and took him in because what a great human being to get to interact with. And, and immediately from the very beginning, I was learning as much from Lewis as he was learning from me, which is true of any great mentorship is you want to pick students who are not going to be takers, but people who are going to contribute to what you're doing and who are going to make you look good later on. So So. true.
0: And the impact, Chris, that your mentorship had on Lewis and then likewise, but you know, what you did with him has now impacted so many lives and that ripple effect that he's had is just continuing to grow. I mean, I'm actually a product of that. Lewis was my mentor for six months. So, you know, that gift of giving just kind of keeps going. And Chris, what I want to do now is have you share your mantra, your success quote with Fire Nation and why you chose it.
1: Absolutely. My favorite quote is from Viktor Frankl, who wrote the book Man's Search for Meaning. And the quote is, that which emits light must endure burning. The reason I love this quote is is it actually speaks to me in two ways. One is the burning is the effort. It's the midnight oil. It's the, you know, candle at both ends it's like if you really want to be successful and make a mark and have a massive impact you really have to put in the hours and mm. you really have to make it happen you also have to be smart about it like you need to make sure those hours are used efficiently i saw a t-shirt someone wearing the other day that said beyonce has the same number of hours in the day as you do and i thought that was really funny but anyway <laughs> um but the other piece of of that quote is it's not just effort, but it's passion. Like if you're going to do something and devote your life to it, do it hard. Uh, One of the first realizations I had that really triggered my success in life was when I was in high school and people would complain, this class is boring. So I'm not going to try. And I realized early on that actually trying is what makes things fun. And passion is what makes life exciting. It's not like, I'll be passionate when life gives it to me. I'll make life exciting by be passionate, by being passionate. So that's my favorite quote, and I live by that daily.
0: I love that you live by that. And I just love really throwing it in everybody's face that wants to come up with an excuse like, John, I don't have enough time to do a seven day a week podcast. And I'm like, Well, do you have do I have more time in in a day than you do? Do I have, you know, more than twenty four hours? No. But I'm able to do it. So of course, if you wanted to make it a priority, you could just like if, you know, Beyonce is able to do all that she does because, you know, she takes her time and uses it wisely. So it's a a great theme that we're kind of crafting here, Chris. And I really want to use that as we move forward into your journey as an entrepreneur, because we've already talked about a number of things that you've crushed and you've done well, and we're going to dive more into those in a little bit. But tell us a failure story. Tell us a time that you struggled, that you had a massive obstacle to overcome. Take us to that moment in time.
1: All right. Well, I mentioned earlier the power squid, which was my first really big invention. It was this power strip type, you know, with little multiple outlet surge protector, and it looked like a squid. And I had come up with this idea and licensed it, which is one of the things that I do is I license invention ideas. Other people make the products and then we collect a royalty. And the Power Squid, I had licensed to a company called Power Sentry, who went bananas with it and was selling like $10 million a year in squid. And I was getting a 5% royalty. It was very lucrative. And I was like 30 years old at the time and very well-paid, happy inventor, kind of resting on my laurels at the other but in fact I was kind of disengaged and not that happy. I was trying to figure out what I was up to because I'd achieved what I'd set out to achieve and wasn't really thrilled with where things were at even though I was making really good money. Well, what happened was Philips Electronics bought Power Century because they were going into the accessories business and Philips is a $35 billion multinational corporation. Power Century was like a $70 million Little consumer electronics company. Well, Philips brought in this company and then they decided to do a SKU reduction and cancel the Power Squid 18 months after they bought Power Century. Totally unexpected. I didn't see the writing on the wall. And overnight, I went from a man making really good money to a man making almost none.
0: Now, just real out of curiosity's sake, like what is making really good money like with that Power Squid? What does that look like?
1: Like twenty five or thirty thousand dollars a month passive income. And
0: we're just talking recurring passive income, like the check is in the mail.
1: Check's in the mail, and every month the check would show up.
0: <laughs> okay, that's awesome.
1: And and to be honest, you know, I was reinvesting it in other inventions. I paid off debts that I'd had, but I wasn't like stacking a lot of chips. I, mm-hmm. I bought one of my investors, but I didn't have a huge bunch of cash that I'd saved up yet because I thought this contract was gonna go on. Sure. I had a 15-year contract, and I just assumed that it was going to go on. So, man, what an interruption in my life. And the day it happened, I, I said to my wife, I was like, I'm dead. You know, this right. is a bank. You know, this. I I don't have – it took me years and years and years to set up that deal and put it together. This business wasn't, isn't real fast because hardware takes a lot longer than other types of things to pull together. I mean, three to five years from idea to market is not unusual at all in the space of hardware. Crowdfunding has changed that a little. But back then, even just you know seven, eight years ago, three to five years was the normal timeframe. Mm. So I, was, I can't shift fast enough to recuperate my income. So I was like, what am I going to do? I got to generate something. I have some reserves, but not enough to carry us. I got to figure out what I'm going to do for a living at this point. And so what I did is I gave myself a massive pay cut, uh, basically, you know, a 90% pay cut and then set out to figure out my next step, which was, I guess I was like, I think I'll start trying to help other inventors up until that point. I'd been working primarily on my own products and my own ideas. So, but people would come out to me and reach out to me because I'd gotten some publicity about the squid looking for advice. And I would always just be, you know, I'd give them a little advice and send them on their way. So I decided I'd start trying to monetize those leads. And that's when Trident Design as an agency started. And that was, I guess, a little over six years ago now that I started this latest chapter of Trident Design. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Honestly, it was a blessing in disguise. Uh, One of the things I've learned is that no breakthroughs are possible without breakdowns. A breakdown isn't a bad thing. A breakdown is just Something where what you expected doesn't occur. And it's only in those moments that you can create an unprecedented future. Meaning if things were just going as they were, business as usual, then they just keep continuing. And it's rare that almost or completely rare that something changes dramatically without something interrupting what's already occurring. So when that breakdown occurred, I had to reinvent my business. But now I'm making much more as a company than I was making back then. Right. Right. And having so much more fun and working on so many more diverse products. I've got a team of 20 people now who are incredibly talented and passionate about what they do. We're having so much more fun and getting to do such interesting things that I wouldn't trade it for anything. And even though at the time it was a very big upset, I look back on it now as a blessing.
0: No breakthroughs are possible without breakdowns. I mean, Fire Nation, if you can just absorb that It's so important going forward because if you ever do have that breakdown, don't look at it as a breakdown saying, okay, now let's start looking around for my breakthrough. And this has actually been a theme over the last few episodes, which I love, is that sometimes getting forced out of your comfort zone results in the rocket fuel that you need to actually really succeed. And Chris, you found that to be the case. And now here you are sitting on a company you know, running Trident in a much more happy and lucrative situation than you would have been just kicking back and, and collecting checks for twenty five to thirty k a month, you know, passively. And you looked at your wife that day and said, oh, "Well, I'm dead." Like you thought it was the worst case scenario, and it ended up being the best thing that could have happened. So, just one thing
1: I'll, I'll yeah. say: whenever you have a breakdown and you go into and you go into breakdown where you're like spiraling into anguish, imagine there is a future possibility in which whatever has just occurred becomes a blessing in disguise. Mm. And so visualize that. What's the future event where I'm going to, even though I'm suffering now, five years from now, I'm going to look back at this and say, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And I had a coach at the time. She's actually passed away. Her name was Susan London, who was a brilliant coach. And that's what she told me and coached me into. She said, let's sit down. Let's visualize a future And this is the best thing that ever happened to you. And that's exactly where I'm sitting today.
0: Love that. So Chris, we just told a really powerful story. Let's do the same thing for this next story. We're going to have to compress it time-wise a little bit. So let's really get focused. When you share with us an aha moment, an epiphany that you've had, tell us that story. You've had a ton, by the way. You're an adventurer. I mean, hello, you probably had 10 before breakfast this morning. But what's one and one story that you can tell us that'd be really impactful?
1: Sure, yeah. About three years ago, I was using, I I got a box in the mail and it had tape on it and I was trying to get into the box. And so I busted out my keys to try to get my keys. That's what I use. And it didn't work very well. And I thought to myself, man, I wish I just had something on my keychain that looked like a key that would be better for opening a box. It was even like it just be a key that was designed with a cut that was more aggressive. And that gave birth to the idea of what we eventually called a quick key which is a key that's shaped like, it's a little multi-tool shaped like a key that goes on your keychain that makes it easy to open mail or box. It's got a little serrated edge, a screwdriver, and a little file, and a scoring tip. So it was a very simple idea based on that aha moment. And then later we decided to use that as our first product to test drive crowdfunding, which I'd been observing but hadn't done yet. And we thought, let's give it a shot. It's a simple product, not too complicated and let's try it on crowdfunding. And then and then we launched it on Indiegogo. And that led to us raising $221,000, which was like far again exceeding my expectations, which led to another aha moment, which is the power of crowdfunding, which has now become like our central focus as we really realized what a massive sea change crowdfunding is for people looking to launch products.
0: Well, that's really what I want to launch into next, because like when you talked about that, I mean, I'm just turned around. I looked at my key holders and I'm just like, every time I get a box from Amazon, I'm taking my keys and I'm like opening up the box and I'm getting sticky gunk on the keys. So they're not working as well when I'm actually using them the next time. And like all this stuff, I'm probably even like wearing them down in some ways. So I, I mean, this is Nation What I want you to really be thinking about It's like it's every day. It's all around you. There are these ideas. It's just, are you going to have them and be open to them, and then are you going to take action? Now, Chris, this is a little kind of selfish request, but I mean, where can I where can I buy the quick key?
1: <laughs> We're still fulfilling our orders from our campaign. We got so many that it's taking us a while to get to all of them. We sold like sixty thousand right for our campaign. Um, But quickytool.com, that's Q-U-I-C-K-E-Y, tool.com is where we're selling them currently. And we have a bit of a backorder, but we'll be all caught up by the end of the year. And then we'll just be shipping them every month. Um, You can also buy them on amazon.com. We licensed the design to a company called Night Eyes that is now selling them to the retail distribution because I, I didn't want to sell to retailers. That's a whole right. other thing. Skill set. And so we licensed the design to a, another company who's already very, very good at that.
0: Wow. I love that. And let's continue to move this forward and talk about what has you most fired up right now.
1: Yeah. Well, right now, by far the thing we're most fired up about is crowdfunding. After the success of the Quick Key, we really decided to, to focus on that. And then we also recently designed a product for someone else. We didn't run their campaign, but we designed a product called the coolest cooler, which a client came to us with the idea of doing a cooler with a built in margarita blender and Bluetooth speaker. Right. And then he put this on Kickstarter and raised $13.2 million. What? became the most successful crowdfunding campaign in history. And, we, we did the industrial design on the product, created its look and a lot of its functionality. And so just seeing that potential has got us super excited. So we just launched an, our next crowdfunding campaign that's live right now for a product called the Carbon Flyer, which is a all carbon fiber airplane, small, you know, kind of shaped like a paper airplane plane that has that you can control with your iPhone. It's got two motors on it. <laughs> And has a little built-in camera to record your flights and is on Indiegogo for $99. And so we're right now, we just broke $200,000 yesterday with 40 days left in our campaign. So that's a very exciting campaign happening currently. We've got six more campaigns of our own lined up for next year. And we're talking to lots of people about helping them with their campaigns. So we see this as an opportunity to really expand our company and become the the experts in helping people craft products and run campaigns on crowdfunding sites.
0: Oh, and I live on a fourth story balcony that just overlooks a bay here in San Diego It would be the perfect place to launch my carbon flyer. So you better believe Fire Nation, I'll be posting some videos of me doing just that in 2015. So Chris, we are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. If you're wondering how your small business can stand out in today's increasingly competitive marketplace, I've got one word for you, branding. While building a brand may be easier and more affordable than you imagined, it still does require some time and money. So why is it worth the effort? Because it allows you to stand out. When customers have several choices, branding helps them make a decision. Your brand should highlight your unique virtues and let customers know what they can expect from your small business. In a business climate where the internet, social media, and technology create a lot of stat It's crucial to develop a clear brand voice to cut through all the noise Building a brand is a really exciting process So get pumped up about it Whether you need a logo to launch your brand A t-shirt to show it off Or a website to bring it all online 99designs is a great place to build your brand Visit 99designs.com slash fire And get a $99 power pack of services free That's 99designs.com slash fire Every day, I stop and appreciate the incredible relationships I've built up over the past couple of years in the online space. Our ability to have such an intimate connection with others who we've never met in person and our ability to collaborate with anyone from anywhere in the world anytime we want... It's incredible, but it wouldn't be possible without software like Citrix GoToMeeting. If you're looking to maximize your potential through online communication and collaboration, then GoToMeeting can connect you with your clients, customers, and even your own team members, all from the convenience of your computer, smartphone, or tablet. GoToMeeting even allows you to share screens to review documents and presentations in real time, and thanks to their built-in HD video conferencing, you can cut out the wasted time and expense of travel without losing that personal touch of meeting face-to-face. Try GoToMeeting free today to see what it can do for you. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free for 30 Days button. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Chris, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: Honestly, nothing held me back. I've been doing it since the first time the thought occurred to me. I had incredibly supportive parents who encouraged me to do it. And it's all I've ever done and all I ever wanted to do.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: The best advice I ever received was from Lewis Howes, who enrolled me in an emotional intelligence training course that was the most powerful experience I had in my life, actually. And it not only... Expanded my business, but made me happier and more effective in every area of my life.
0: And I've been through that same weekend, and it was amazing. Amazing. And Chris, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Insatiable curiosity. I never, you know, I'm I'm interested in everything, whatever people are into, everything's connected. And so curiosity about anything leads to understanding of everything.
0: Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners?
1: Well, I'm I'm a huge fan of IndieGoGo as a crowdfunding platform. If you have an idea and you want to launch it and raise money, IndieGoGo is my go-to resource. Most people have heard of Kickstarter, which is also a great platform, but uh, my personal preference, IndieGoGo.
0: Cool. And not to start like a whole um, like conversation about this, but can you give maybe like one reason why you like IndieGoGo over Kickstarter?
1: Accessibility and support from inside.
0: Got it. Nice. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Chris, what would it be and why?
1: Getting to Yes by William Ury and Roger Fisher, which is a book about negotiation. It's worth its weight in gold, short, and it's amazingly powerful.
0: Love that. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I've teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at EO Fire Book. Dot com. And Chris, this next question the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that was identical to Earth, but you did not know anyone. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I would probably go to the local business press, either online or actual papers and identify some people worth having conversations with who either had opportunities or would know the people who had opportunities where I could add value. And then I would begin contacting those people and setting up opportunities to talk with them and seeing what was possible and creating possibilities and enrolling them in collaborating and seeing what's possible. I mean, it all starts with conversations and people and getting to know people because nothing happens in a vacuum in this world. So it's like, Nothing can happen if you don't already have those relationships. So that would be the first step to start building relationships.
0: It all starts with conversations. Love that. And Chris, let's end today on fire. With you sharing just one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye.
1: All right. My, My parting piece of guidance, as always, is play with passion. Put yourself 100% into everything you do and play like your life depends on it, and it will. Um, As far as getting in touch with me, you can see my work as an invention company at trident-design.com. I also blog and podcast at inventorsmind.com.
0: Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Chris and JLD today, so keep up the heat, and head over to eofire.com. Just type Chris in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all this greatness he's been sharing today, and Chris, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation, and for that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thanks for having me on, John.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. With 15 videos in 15 days, I'll have you podcasting like a pro. Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite.